What's up, y'all? Welcome back to KMAC NYC. It's your girl, Katie Mac. And whatever nickname that you have for me. Because this is take five on my end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, we, technical difficulties. Oh, we good. Yeah, we, we good. good. We yeah, good now. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. hear you. You can hear me. I can hear you. So, um, I took a break because I was making a movie. And um, I'm on break now. So, from making the movie until the summertime. So, here we are. Back together again. One big happy family. I got a wonderful guest today that i'm extremely excited about he's nervous he is nervous but he's about to finesse this because he's gonna sip this wine and he's gonna he's gonna warm up to to the to the vibes and and it's gonna be great so um what can i say about this this young older man <laughs> listen you like in the middle mm-hmm. right uh towards the end yeah. How, how's your knees feeling Oh, you mean my hip? Oh, yeah. Like, yep. Wow, yep. really? Hip, yep, my hip is better. <laughs> and for everybody out there, please ask uh, K Mac about what happened to her guest uh, hip. All right, so her movie. All right, so this person is—he uh, was cast in Boxer, as you all know. I've been talking about that shit forever. Um, he was cast as a lead, and the lead's name is Ty in the movie, and um, he has a scene in which he kind of falls. And we did multiple takes of him falling, and he's really falling. Like, he's not fucking around. He's not doing fake falls. I don't think they know who you're talking about. Um, I didn't introduce you yet, right? No. No, no, no. It's all part of my plan. Oh, so okay. <laughs> not bad. So, not bad. he's new here, guys. Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he, his hip was a little bruised from the fall. and um, I had to get some heating pads. I got him some heating pads. I feel terrible still because he's mad light skin, y'all. So I know that hip is probably like purple, but it's better now, right? I'm good. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, the incredible Stephen Cofield Jr. is in the building. So, can we get some like claps on the production? Oh, like on the, the hold on. Post Hey, can you can you cue the claps, please? All right. There we go. Thank hey. you so much, guys. Hey. Hi. Ow. Um. Stephen Cofield Jr. What's is up, hi. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. You're so amazing, Stephen Cofield Jr. Here you go. He's blushing. Yo, chill, man. Yeah, you gotta chill with that. I'll be chilling. <laughs> so, um, he's an actor. He's an actor, guys. I'm pretty sure if you uh, Google him, you've seen him oh, somewhere before. Look, don't do this. You're a familiar face. You wanna know how I know you're a familiar face? How? I was talking about you. This is a couple of years ago. This ain't even 2019. I was talking about you. Mm-hmm. And um, I showed somebody a picture. And because I was like, yo, you know Stephen Cofield, right? Because he's, like, he's not. He wasn't. He's not in the business like us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, you've seen him. You live in Brooklyn. You've seen his face. So mm-hmm. I pulled up the picture. He was like, oh, yeah. This nigga's always on TV. And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> so um, y'all have seen him. That's funny. Even when, even if you think you haven't seen him, you have. So, thank you for coming. Thank you for Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me in the movie, too. Appreciate that. Yeah, he's... Yeah. I'm about to write him in uh, some more stuff, and he's against it, but I don't know why. Well, we'll see. Nobody really... I don't know if you've gone no. into details about the premise of the movie, but... Nah, not, okay. not that deep. Well, but we'll, we'll see. 2020, 21, when it's done? 21. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, um... What's the last movie you saw? Uh, the last movie I saw was uh, Honey Boy. Who was in that? 
Yes, yeah, a semi auto autobiographical biographical. How many um drinks have I had <laughs> already? It's like one. It's yeah, Charlotte okay. uh, Charlotte Buff. Uh, uh, his uh his movie that he he wrote as a as a therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays his father, and he has two actors at twelve and twenty two that play him. Mm. Um, and it's it's a it's shot in in a, a non-linear approach. Mm, mm-hmm. So it kind of goes in, in and out. Um, and it's probably some really cathartic and uh, deep uh, cinema. Like really? the colors, the, the tone, the mm, acting. Like mm-hmm. Solid. It's solid, super solid. And for mm. him to play his pops, and you can understand like why he's been the way he has been for the last what decade mm, mm-hmm, you know you always associate you have associated like crazy with right Shia that's Buff. the first first thing that comes to my right. mind is crazy. and mm-hmm. you watch his interviews now and he's very gracious and mm. you know very thankful and humbled mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but you can see why he's uh he suffered from you know post-traumatic stress Got disorder it. um okay so it's a good it's a good, really good movie really okay. good movie so female director by the way yeah first time yeah i didn't know what it was about so thank you for like putting me on mm-hmm. um i know you told me to go see it and i was just gonna go see it just just because you said go see it yeah um, i went matinee you know that's my vibe eleven dollars four dollars ten dollars ten dollars we went brooklyn or manhattan lincoln center Link, yeah that's the vibe i usually go there i usually go there yeah but they need to upgrade they do I, but uh. for a center that had so much motherfucking cash mm-hmm Mm-hmm. They need to stop playing. Yeah. Look, do that upgrade real quick, just like y'all do outside with the waterfalls. Right, right. Um, when you got to open the seat and look for jizz. Wait. No, yeah, I was like, what's happening? They've assigned, they, they assigned letters to the, letters and numbers to the seats. So it's assigned seating. When you get in there, you're like, all right, am I, is my feet sticking to the floor? Oh, like, this no. is like a real retro theater. I'm like, Lincoln Center. So the movie, it's in selected theaters now, but sometime in December, it's going to be nationwide. But I really just wanted to see it. And it's only in two theaters. And the two, in the, the, well, there's one independent theater in Soho. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. AMC at Lincoln Center. But I was like, yuck. So the one at AMC, that, that's one that has a theater downstairs, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we all talking about the same one. We yeah, all talking about the same right one. Right on 60, 60 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been there for a while. I lied. Um, that's not the, well, the one I've been going to, it depends. It depends. Sometimes I just go to 125th. If I'm home, um, or sometimes I'll go right. like 23rd or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Kips Bay is a really good one too. Yeah, that one's ooh, that one's a nice one. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So a little bit of background about Steen and I. Uh, we met because of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Christ, I don't even. It's, it's been so long. I don't even know what project it was that we met on. But I think Steven might have auditioned for something. I think it was, was it a play? Maybe. First? One of the little 10 minute joints? Probably. And Steven walked in the room, right? He walked in the room, right? Yeah. You, did you actually came in? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, Steven walked in the room and he opened his mouth. He said two words and I was like, I'm good. Like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know nothing else. Like, <laughs> I don't need to know nothing else. Let's just hire this man. Um, and we've been working together ever since over the years. Um, and he's going he's gonna to hate that I'm about to say this, but he'll be okay. I just want to say, let people know that I am. Ink. Y'all heard him swallow, right? <laughs> yeah. 
he don't know what I'm about to say, but I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I just want the people to know that I am so incredibly blessed to have been able to witness the growth in your craft and in your manhood. I just wanted to say that to you. I think you're incredible. I think your work is incredible. Wow. And I'm always looking forward to seeing what you do next, which is why. I'm about to, I, I told you before, it's about to be Ryan and, and Michael. It's about to be Katie and Steven. I'm taking Steven <laughs> wherever the fuck I go. Oh, no, you know what, Steven, I need to buy you out. You can't do another five films for the next three years. Thank you so much. Um, um, but, yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, you know me. I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I just do what I can. I'm here in these streets. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And then the feeling is mutual. Like, just let me know. And you, you, you have me. Like, you, you've always championed me. Mm. Um, you know, just me becoming a better artist. Like, for the people out there, for a little backstory, um, I just I, I I wasn't fortunate enough to go to like acting school. You know. Hey, he goes uh, with this story again. No, 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 no. But I, I just wasn't fortunate enough to go to acting school. Like, I went to John Jay College. I studied criminal justice, got my degree, and I kind of just jumped into the, you know, the the workforce, nine to five corporate. And then, like, maybe three years in, I decided to pursue acting as a career. But I had a private coach that I wouldn't see often, and then I met uh, Katie. Mm-hmm. Um and the more projects we had, the more I was able to learn from her. Um, you know, like any, you know, friendship, uh, relationship, you know, there goes sometimes, you know, the tumultuous times mm-hmm. as creatives and as friends. Yep. But it's it's the it's most important when you can reconcile and come back, you know, to to one. And I always appreciate the art, uh how incredibly smart you are uh incredibly talented and gifted you are um like you're you're brilliant and and you and you care so much about the art and the people you bring into your circle to create the art Mm. and you've been able to write some really really dope shit for me and i've been so blessed Mm. you know to to work with you and uh like some of my best creative like times have been with you know you and mm. you know um so i'm thankful for that and I, as soon as you you know hit me up about box i was like all right when you need me i'm sure did so i appreciate you and you know i'm proud of your growth and, and who you're becoming you know thank you yeah, yeah. I'm struggling to just receive this you know that i right? know we both are so <laughs> yeah, let's take it in. yo you know what an accurate depiction of me and Steven is the gift, the Spider-Man gift. <laughs> when it's two Spider-Mans pointing at each other, yeah, that, is, yeah. that is us all the time. I'm like, you, no you, no, no you, it's just you. So, you know, Steven and I, we, we talk a lot about the, the real shit behind acting and behind the lens. And, you know, I, I told Steven, I'm like, look, this ain't going to be no interview. This is just going to be regular shit. Mm-hmm. That that we talk about, and I think that people would be very interested to hear because, you know, I'm sure there are people that that follow your work, that see you shining, see you in commercials, and you know all these things, and they're probably like, that nigga got it made. Mm. And there's always a flip side to that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like for boxer, for me personally, people keep congratulating me. Right. And I, and I didn't. 
I'm like, congratulations, this shit is coming out of my pocket. Like, I'm in the red right now, you know. But I I understood that it's different when you talk about something and when you're actually doing it. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I've I've learned to kind of like accept. Receive it. And and receive it. Receive it. Because people are sitting at their desks and sitting on a couch and have all these plans and I want to do this and... You know, social media has made the world a lot smaller so mm. they can just kind of, you know, uh, cycle through other people's lives. And when they see you talk about it and out of nowhere, you're you're being about it like, oh, shit, she started her. She started the film. She's told yeah. me about, you know, a year yeah. ago, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. They want to congratulate you. So it's up to you to just receive that. And I will take my own advice. You mm. know? But, yeah, take take that in. Take that in. Yeah, because it, it's a huge step for you to talk about a feature film and you've already like you know you, you've knocked out three days you know 17 more to go back yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's incredible that's um, incredible it's yeah I'll, I'll just take it I'll accept that for sure um, for sure you said it's funny you said uh, it's different when you're sitting at a desk speaking yeah. of desks mm-hmm. I know that you no longer sit at one guys that's correct yeah So, do you want to tell the story, or you want me to, you know, intro what's about to be talked about? You can intro, and then I'll I'll lay it up. That's what we do here. We (laughs) we tell we we're on air as we figure it out Mm -hmm. for you guys. Mm -hmm. All right, so you know, Stephen, like a lot of actors, we a lot of us have nine to fives because there's no way I could do a feature without a nine to five. Um, And Stephen has, though you might see him. You know, on your screens and, you know, out here and, and working and a uh, working actor. He had a nine to five for a really long time. and He just left his nine to five because he <laughs> he wants to be a working actor full time. You know what I mean? And it takes so much guts to do that. It takes so much guts to walk away from comfort and stability. And I did it once before. Um, and when I did it, it was. Shit, I'm free, nigga. Like, I ain't got to do any of this anymore. I don't have to buy a weekly Metro card. I ain't got to do all of this. Um, but, you know, reality. Uh, so, For sure. you know, I went back into temping, which is what I do now. But I just kind of want to know what you're, what, what it feels like to to have done that, to have made such a great decision, such a major thing. You hit it on the head. Like, I, I feel free. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just a different chapter in my life. Like it for me to gain the confidence to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been at that, that been in that space, in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I were to quit like almost two, three years ago, yeah, I would have been like so frightened and like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like I'm legit. Like I don't regret it. Yes. I don't regret it. And I'm going to ride this out for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't have it made. Yeah. I don't have you know a million dollars. Like I'm getting by just like every other creative. Yeah. You know, but that sense of like I have a peace of mind, and I realize like if I if I really want this, then at least let me attempt to put my all into it and yeah. say that I, I, I tried, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I've been working in corporate America. I was working in HR for, well, I was working at this company for 12 years and I've been working in HR for 
nine of those uh about nine of those years so mm-hmm. i've been in hr for nine of those years and i was an office manager before that but uh but for nine years i've been pursuing acting as a career mm-hmm. um i just got to a point in my life i'm like all right cool like i want to do this acting thing but all right let me try it out so i've been doing a nine to five plus acting for almost nine years mm-hmm. and then it got to a, a i got to a space where i felt stuck like and tired I was oh, I was exhausted. Yeah. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I was exhausted and I felt stuck. I felt like I was like in a midlife crisis, to be quite honest, mm. because I'm like, what's my purpose? Like, what am I here for? Yeah. You know, like, what am I really doing with my life? I'm waking up going and working on somebody else's dream. Like mm-hmm. when I could be working on my own shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm fortunate. I was fortunate enough to book some commercials and. Uh, you know, I freelance with some agencies and they've gotten me that opportunity and that exposure, but mm. they haven't really gotten me like film opportunities. Mm. So mm. all of the film efforts are through my own like yeah. networking mm. and like that's through my own shit. Yep. So um, I, I was fortunate enough to uh, shoot a feature film and then the, fe- the, the, the gentleman from the feature film, they were like, hey, we want to, you know, shoot this this pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're looking to, you know, shoot it in Japan. And I was <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, man, if you, yeah, whatever you want to do, man, just call me. Yeah, you know, yeah. so, you yeah. know, as, you know, being in this industry, it's like somebody have an idea and they tell you and it never falls through. Dime, so dime. Like, yep. Exactly. So I was like, yeah, man, just call me. They called mm. and they wanted me to be the, the lead guy. I didn't have to come out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Before I boarded the plane to go to Japan, I had, mm. a, I had a check. I had hey, a, I had hey, production! Yeah. Could you, could you, could you cue the claps, please? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything <laughs> was taken care of. Like there was like, yeah, we sent the money over. Everything is good. Like I'm like, so I'm legit going to Japan mm. to work on something that I'm passionate about, and they cover travel and they pay. Like this is my dream. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. Yeah, and I wasn't going out there to be, you know a drug dealer or, mm, mm-hmm. you know, just some kind of caricature of, you know, stereotype of what yep. black people are perceived mm-hmm. as on television. Like I was going out there to be a chef. Mm. I'm like, this is clicking on all cylinders. And I was out there for a month and I had no worries while I was out there. I didn't think about anything from the States. And when mm-hmm. I got back mm-hmm. and I sat at that desk, perspective, I was like, I'm looking around and, and everybody knew I was like the hometown hero because uh-huh. they would they would be at work and we had TVs in the in the, in the mm. reception area and my commercials would pop up and social media again makes the world smaller uh-huh. like everybody knows like you're doing something so you can't hide once you get to a point where it's like you you know your your your, your creative passions are speaking loud and clear yeah so I get back to the desk after you know having a dream for a whole month in, in Japan. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? What mm. am I doing here? Mm. And for the last year, I was thinking about like, all right, I'm going to quit. But I don't know when I'm going to do it. Yeah. And right after I came back from Japan, I was like, all right, you're going to quit. <laughs> when are you going to do it? Right. So I, st- I started thinking about all that. And uh, I just, I walked in uh, one day, you know, it was uh it was uh I lost my my mom and my pops uh when I was little like 15 and 16. So mm. uh my mom's birthday was approaching and I woke up that day 
going into work, dreading it, dragging my feet. Mm-hmm. I would be late, like, I don't care what y'all want. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. But this day, it felt different. Like, I yeah. needed something. I needed a drastic change. And it was my mom's birthday, and I went in there, and I just, I let my manager have it. Mm-hmm. Not, like, like cursing her out, but I just kind of just said what was on my heart. And that was it. So mm. I'm freshly out. I'm freshly out. You just got me? out. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> Get my beard. I'm out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it man, that was a beard, though. It was. It was. And that whole time I was working on somebody else's shit when I, you know, could have been working on mine. But again, like I live in New York City. Yeah. I have a one bedroom apartment. I don't have roommates. So mm-hmm. before I made that decision, I had to make sure like I had my shit lined up. So it wasn't a spur of the moment. Like I thoroughly planned for yeah. this. I just didn't know. I had to build up the courage to do it because mm-hmm. I was I'm a like I'm a scary dude like I'm, yeah. I live in my head right. I'm so heady so I was like you can't do it you can't do it and then I got to a point I'm like yo man life is sh- like they say life is short but life is long when you make the wrong decisions yo you know what that saying? is a word if I ever heard one for real wow so I was just like I'll be alright I'll be alright mm-hmm. and. I would not have had the courage to do that if I didn't have a great support system. Mm -hmm. Like all of my family, all of my friends, my inner circle, my tribe have been very supportive, Mm -hmm. very supportive. Not a negative Nancy out the bunch. Anytime I've said like, yo, I want to do this. Hey, you got it. Just do it. Like we believe in you. Mm -hmm. My godparents would tell me like, oh, how's work? You know which work I'm talking about. <laughs> right. You know, for your right. folks to say that, it's yeah. like, I can do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and my friends, my tribe, like, yo, I got, yo, we've been waiting for you to make this decision, bro. We yeah. got you. For folks to be like, you don't, don't worry about it. Whatever you need, like, don't, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Like, so I say that to say, like, man, just, just plan it out. And, you know, life is short, but life is long when you, you know, make the wrong decision. So I'm kind of just flying right now and just trying to figure it out. Well, this is the thing. When people make uh, decisions like that, that could be potentially life changing. As a matter of fact, not even not even potentially. It's a life changing decision because you're going from stability to not. That's a fact. So you know, I feel like the people that have the courage to do that. Mm-hmm. I always feel like there's room, there will be room where the universe will support that person because it takes grit, it takes courage, and it takes kind of like believing in the unknown to even get to the space to be like, you know what, fuck this job, I can't do it no more. You know what I mean? So. You, I feel like you will always be supported. I feel like, you know, aside from your tribe and your, your people and things like that, I feel like the universe is always going to uplift you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And because you have so much experience in the corporate world, mm-hmm. you can always get a fucking job. Right. You, you, you are so experienced. You can always, you can go anywhere and get a fucking job. For, for sure. You for know sure. what I mean? For sure. But to, to. Move from nine to five scheduled day home at seven in front of the TV, watching Netflix, watching late night. Next thing you know, bed, get up, iron, back to work. To back move to work. from that mm-hmm. to waking up whenever you want. Right. You'd be like, you know what? What fucking day is it? Right. Right. It's a whole. It's a whole. It's like a. It's like going into the upside down. For sure. But yeah. I just, you know, it's it's 
it, those days are good, mm-hmm. but I always try. I try to condition myself to get up anyway. That's good. You know, just get yeah. up and hey, you know what? Go out. Uh, go to the park. When it was nice out, go to the park. Read, mm-hmm. study. Mm-hmm. Go to a library. When was the last time you've been to a library? My living room, motherfucker. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Not everybody yeah. goes to a library. Yeah. Like I was sat in a library and I'm just kind of just reading, you know, whatever any whatever it is that kind of floats my boat that day, yeah. and studying. So I just want to condition myself to go out and just kind of get my brain moving and my body moving. So even go to the gym for a couple of hours or whatever it is, like just condition myself. And part of the reason why I was like, I was kind of scared to tell my landlord, like, I, you know, I have a job. I mean, but that's, that's <laughs> you know what? And that's absolutely normal. Right. I mean, because like yourself, I don't have a roommate. I've never had a roommate. It's just not mm-hmm. my vibe. It's just not for me because I need to have a space to come home and create when I need to create. That's I need, you know what I mean? So right. um, when I quit my job, I didn't have shit lined up. I just knew. I was like, you know what? On the day I got to work, it was the day we were having reviews. Yeah, I had to go in the oh, fucking man. room yeah. with the partners and be reviewed. Yeah. And before you go into that meeting, you get like a you get an email of what all the feedback has been. Mm-hmm. And I had a manager, you know what I'm saying, because I was support. So when I got that email, I was just like, "Oh, y'all really trying to have me walk into an ambush?" And my manager wasn't shit because if it was so many issues in this this fucking breakdown, you should have been pulled me aside and helped boost me up and right. help me. You know what I'm saying? Be as successful as I can in the role. Right. Let me tell you something. I was successful in the role. I've been a fucking EA for like 20 years. Get the fuck out of here. So, um, I mean, I saw these things in black and white about me that were just baseless. Wow. I was like. Nah. Mm. So as soon as I got that email, I read the shit about four times to make sure I wasn't tripping. Like, right. what am I looking at? Right. I sent the email back. I responded to that same email from my manager and looped in HR mm. and said, this is my one week notice. Mm. And I got the fuck out of there. I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? I didn't thoroughly think about rent and all that, but I knew that I couldn't be there. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not, as a creative Working a nine-to-five is already hard. It already fucks with your mental. It takes a lot of energy away from your creative yeah. and your your pure creative self. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, I value that a little bit more right. than this. For sure. So, you know, to anybody out there that thinks that it's a faux pas to have a job while you're creative, that is not the truth. I feel like, you know, you make it work. Mm-hmm. So the producer of Boxer, shout out to Jared Solomon. He sent me a, a <laughs> right, the goat. Um, he sent me something, a quote from Ava DuVernay, and I think she said something like, you know, she for her first five feature films, she was working a nine to five. Yep. And I was like, so I'm gonna be working a nine to five till I'm like eighty, cause I'm tired. And he's just like, no, you're not new to this. So I was just like, you know what? That's perspective, but. The older I get, the wiser I get, the more I understand that having a job plays a role as much as I hate to admit it. Yeah, it does. It plays a role in, you know what I'm saying, carving out my destiny or whatever the fuck. But, it is. Um, so, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy with a nine-to-five or without. And um, I feel like somebody needed to hear you, your story today because even... Being home to have the discipline to still get up, yeah, 
early in the morning to still be productive in some right. kind of way. That shit is discipline, yo. Like, working from home, like, next week I'm working from home for, like, the whole week. It's harder. For me, it's harder to work from home doing my 9 to 5 because I'm like, mm, Netflix. Mm, I can work on this script. Right. Mm, so many right. other things. Mm, right. Go to the store. Right. Um, right. But there's, there's something to be said for discipline. And I've always said to people, the people that make their bed every day, are the people you need to watch. Yep, yep. Because there's something to be said for making your bed. It's so easy to just get out of bed and go. Right. You take that extra minute or two to make your bed, yeah. that sets your day. Yeah, man, my cousin recommended this book. And I, like, I'm looking at your library and I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I'm just so, like, enamored with mm-hmm. how you got your whole setup here. And mm-hmm. I just recently started my collection. Um, this is he, pretty dope, by the way. Oh, thank you. And you made me feel like I had to go get some more shit. I was like, he got all the newer books and on this topic. I've, I need to go. I've just, I've never been a reader. What are you reading right now? Um, the Alchemist. Ooh, what, how many times, what number is this for you? This is number one. Really? This is number one, but I'm going to go back and read it again. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you, you, talk, you talked about, like, just the universe conspiring, you know, to, mm-hmm. you know, for you to, to I, I use this loosely, when. Mm-hmm. quote unquote mm-hmm. win um, and th- and I've heard so many statements about it mm-hmm. and I had that book for almost three years didn't I didn't pick it, it up mm-hmm. I just, timing, I just t- the timing, timing. Yep. so as soon as I, I uh, gave my notice I was like you know what I try to read three books at a, at a time like mm-hmm. now I read three books at a time whether it's like you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just three different books at a time yeah for sure. So when I quit, when I gave my notice, I'm like, all right, let me pick it because I've heard so much about the alchemist. So let me pick this bad boy up, mm-hmm. and I'm reading this shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, this yeah. Is and you couldn't have. How long ago did you get the book? You said three years ago. I had the book for three years, and I just picked it up. That means your the way you're receiving it now, you could have never yep. received it the same way. Yes, yes. It's timing, it's all timing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> that's what I'm reading right now, and I'm like, oh my, I'm I'm almost finished. But it's like everything, like I'm like, yo, this is exact. This is me. Mm-hmm. I'm the I'm I'm the nigga. Yeah. I'm the dude with the the the, the sheep. Yep. I'm him. Like that's you true. know. Yeah. So it's 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 really it's trippy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. You have to listen to the universe. You have to listen to the universe, but you also have to understand, and I and I, I had to grow to understand this. You have to. There's no such thing as coincidences. This is my perspective. I feel right. like there's no such thing as coincidences. You just have to, I mean, I don't know if it's, it could be a matter of opening your third eye, but I think it's more of you really opening your eyes and seeing what's going on around you. Because a lot of people, and it's easy in New York to walk around and just be out of it, be in the zone, be kind of checked out. Yeah. But when you kind of like check in and you, you're paying attention to what's going on, ain't no coincidences. Also, I just want to say that, you know, we're talking a lot about how the universe supports you when you first of all you gotta you gotta take the first step for the universe to support you you can't be out here fucking just flapping your jaws you know, i want to be an actor but you want a couch you ain't gonna get shit done right, right. so that's number reading? one what are you getting up what are you doing? exactly yeah, how are you yeah. participating in your right. own life and right. your goals right. but the thing is a lot of people forget you just gotta do the work mm-hmm. a lot of people they tr- they tend to worry about when the universe is going to step in. You just got to focus on doing the fucking work. Yep. And then you'll be yeah. taken care of. You yeah. know what I mean? So for anybody that's thinking about doing that thing, 
I need you to kind of take the first step. You need to take the first step. And then you'll learn to pay attention to the signs. Like for years, I've been kind of like, like my uncle, he calls it the juice. The juice? What's the juice? He calls it the juice. Like, you got the juice? You got the juice, man? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like I would tell him, like, yo, Uncle Bunny. Well, I call him Uncle Bunny. He's going to kill me. Hi, Uncle Bunny. (laughs) But he'll be like, you know, that's exactly what he's been trying to tell me for for so many years. Mm -hmm. It's like pay attention to the signs. Like, if something happens, like, you got the juice, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've been having the juice for a minute. And, every like, ever since I didn't even know I was walking down this path. You know, yeah. so things started to open up. Things started to to fall in place. Mm-hmm. So when I made this decision to kind of put everything, you know, in, in my passion with acting, um, again, I've only been out of work for two months. Yeah. Right. As of today. Right. As of today. Uh, yeah. Well, not to the date, November, but like. Yeah. Uh, three months coming on three months. Okay. Next next week. Okay. Um, But then like something happened where another opportunity to jump back into workforce kind of came in my lap and we mm. talked about this on mm-hmm. here um it came in my lap and then i'm like wait what the fuck is this <laughs> and it Thanks. was and it was something that was presented to me where i had the option of working from home mm-hmm. and they were going to pay me more money mm-hmm. look real good like, oh look at the lord mm-hmm. coming through shining through bells and whistles yep all the bells and whistles mm-hmm. and then i had to take a step back like wait yeah is this is this a blessing in disguise or is this the devil working overtime? Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like yep. really, you know, dangling at that carrot in front of you. Like how dedicated to your craft are you? And like to how, the decision that to you the made. the decision that you made. Yeah. Two months out, you know, a colleague that worked with me literally 45 days and she had a role open up and she thought of me. Mm. A lovely woman, lovely gesture. And yeah. I was like, look at the Lord working with <laughs> me. Oh my, I can I could work from home and work for this. This is the key word. Work for this startup company yep. mm. um, mm-hmm. and be flexible. Oh, and I can still like keep my place and have money in my pocket. Oh, it's going to be grand. Then I started thinking about it like, nah, I don't know about this. So when I read the job description and the sample interview questions, I was like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. That's my initial reaction. See, like, always go with that. I don't want to do yeah. this. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm I'm a guy that likes to like, I don't want to, I don't want to let anybody down. Mm. So I'm like, you know what? Let me at least go through the protocol of speaking with the recruiter and just go through it just to make nice. But it might be, you know, I might end up liking it at, at the end of this process. So I make a, an appointment to meet with the recruiter and, mm. you know, it's like, all right, great. So we're going to speak Friday at 1230. I'm yeah. like, great. But the whole time I'm like, fuck. Maybe I shouldn't have done that because I'm like, I haven't really had an opportunity to to ride this out. It's only been two months. Like, what am I doing? But it's so attractive and it's, it's enticing to me right yeah. now because the money, I'm like, oh, I don't have to do much and I get paid. Yeah. So I make this uh, appointment to go on an interview. But, you know, I audition here and there and I do commercials. Yeah. So I have a call back. So I'm waiting. I do this commercial and. Uh, I get a call back. I'm wait. I'm waiting for the call for the call back, and it's Wednesday evening, and they hit me back that night. My my agents like, oh yeah, you, they they want to see you again. You're on fire, boy. You know your agents talk mm-hmm. to you like that and shit. And I'm like, so when's the call back? They're like, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's Friday, twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you mean to tell me my call back for this commercial is at twelve thirty on Friday? The same time I made the appointment days prior, 
for this this job at twelve thirty mm-hmm. the same time. Like that's that's not an accident. Sure isn't. That is not an accident. Yep. That's yeah. when you have to pay attention to the signs. Yeah. Like that's blatant in your face. Like you're going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Like so. Right before I went to that callback. I called the folks. I, I went through with the interview, but I what I did was I explained to her like, hey, I'm just not ready to jump back into HR and I just want to continue to pursue my creative endeavors. And they knew that from Jump Street mm-hmm. and they were fine and they respected my decision. And yeah. they said, you know what, when and if you decide to jump back in, just give us a ring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it just takes, you know, just take some time to kind of just follow through and just, just show that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're grateful for their time and, mm. Hey, you know what, but I'm just going to kind of ride this thing out. And they yeah. understood. So yeah. I don't know where it's going to take me, but I knew that that was no accident. <clears throat> you're right. It, it, the universe set you up to bet on yourself. That's exactly what it was. And I, it's, I just developed that confidence to bet on myself recently. Yeah. You know, it's just, you be in a, you're in this industry and you get almost a thousand no's a month. It's almost mm. hard not to let that infiltrate your, your daily responsibi- responsibilities as a, a regular human being. Yeah. You know, so mm. that has a lot to do with your self-esteem and your confidence and how you go about your day. It has, it has all of the effect on the relationships you try to keep mm-hmm. and how you, you know, go about your day. So, uh, up until this point, like, I can't remember the last time I had that, that kind of confidence. Yeah. Like, you might see me on TV and you see me on stage and you're like, oh, man, he's he's stellar. Like, oh, God, but I'm just quivering like a little boy. You know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it's just it, it, it you, you have to develop that kind of confidence, one, to, you know, believe in your abilities and your talent, at, you know, as an actor or whatever your passion drives you to be. And then two, to make a decision to devote a hundred 110% of your time and heart to that passion. Yeah. So it, it took, it took a long time. It took a really long time and I don't regret the decision mm-hmm. I made. So, I mean, I guess, I guess the silver lining could be that, um, doing 12 years at one job is kind of shaping your character in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, because if anything, it shows that you are, in, in, in a sense, loyal. You know what I mean? Um, maybe in the in the very beginning, but, you know, as time goes by, shit just gets tired and you're over it. But you've committed to your role, and I think that that, shows character now because you can you've you've committed to yourself in a, in a way like yo all right i mean i don't know where this acting thing is going to go but i'm going to make a decision this way i know and i can sleep well at night knowing right. that i'm at least trying doing everything i can to kind of get there you right. know what i mean so yeah. that's very commendable so i commend you on that i think it's not very not very many people can do that thank you you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why are you like this? I don't know. <laughs> First of all, guys, Stephen is really a clown. Stephen is very silly and funny, and you would never fucking know that. If you walk past this man on the street, if you see, if you're familiar with his work, be like, oh, he's a good actor. He's so serious. So it's I like get that a lot, yeah, man. Yeah, but it's like you gotta, and I think that that's dope because. First of all, one, you're not going to let anybody in yeah, see right. the, the Fifty Shades of, right, of right. Steven. Right. But 
just to, I mean, because you're here, just to be able to say, like, yo, Steven is fucking silly, and he's funny as fuck. He does all these different impersonations. He, you can have a conversation with him. He'll break into character from a movie. You can be like, nigga, I'm trying to talk to you. <laughs> like, okay, okay, I'm so sorry. And it's yeah. just, like, it's just you're, you're a really fun guy. And I say fun guy, and I'm thinking of Kawhi. Kawhi, right? <laughs> I fucking love him. But um I'm not low managing people. I'm here. I'm working. You feel me? You know what? I'm not low managing. See, I don't even know but what that means. Just 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 Google it. There's a a, a thing going on with Kawhi and load managing. Let me quickly explain it. So (laughs) he won a championship last year. Sure, yes he did. They have this term called load managing. Okay. Which it's not necessarily an injury, but it's a nagging injury that He's it's precautionary, mm, so mm-hmm. he's taking days off mm-hmm. as a precaution. So, like, if his knee is fucking like bothering him, he wants to keep an eye on it, type of thing. Right, but okay. they won't label it as uh, did not play injury. Got it. Say load manage. Mm, so he's mm-hmm. the person that kind of ushered that in because mm-hmm. last year Toronto was trying to do whatever it was to appease him so he can stay. I remember that because right. I followed that series. Right. I, okay. okay. So okay. he said, "Well, these are you know I don't I won't do back to back games. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't have a nagging injury. Mm-hmm. So that's where the term load managing mm. came from. So it's frowned upon in the in the NBA. And really? That's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is it frowned upon though? Um, it's frowned upon because it's almost it's thought of as disrespectful to the older players. Who would play? It was almost a badge of honor to play eighty-two games. Yeah, but you know your body, like you got to listen to your body. Right, yeah. right. But now, now we have the 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 medicine, the science, the 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 the, the equipment, the everything mm-hmm. to know. Like you know what? Yeah, it's you should take this day you off. You know, chill. Yeah. yeah. But uh-huh. back then, it's like you would go out on a court on one leg because mm-hmm. that's a badge of honor. Now players are a lot smarter. Like, right. hey, I'd like to, you know, walk the, I'd like to walk my daughter down the aisle. Yeah. You know, I'd yeah, like yeah, to play yeah. basketball with my son when this is mm-hmm. all done. So, mm-hmm. whatever I need to do to get there, I'll load manage. And LeBron is at the cusp of that old school player mentality. Yeah. That's why he's still, you know, Is uh, he against this? No, he's if hey, if I'm if I'm healthy, I play. Cuz he's probably the last of that breed. Mm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he's again, he's 17 years in, and he's yeah. 35 and he's still dropping 21 right. averaging 23 points, 11 assists and 10 rebounds. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. unlike anything. But okay. Kawhi is a new breed and he's ushering in that load managing. Yeah. That's frowned upon with not just the NBA, but it's sponsors the the networks the TV. Yeah. That's where the, most of the money's coming from. So I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, but they don't like it. I'm sure they don't. Yeah, you can't sit out a nationally nationally televised game through due to load managing. That's. Mm. I guess that's why I ain't in the WNBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's trash. This is a trash mentality. Well, think about it like this. Think about it like this. Right. My son is a Steph Curry fan. Mm-hmm. We don't live in San Francisco. We don't live in uh, Oakland. We're driving from maybe San Diego. Sure. I got tickets for him to see Steph Curry and LeBron James Christmas Day. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Not even Christmas Day. Like a random day. Mm-hmm. And we get there. Steph is not playing. Why isn't Steph playing? He's, He's low managing. managing. It's like, what the f- I paid... I paid almost five hundred dollars for tickets, 
and he doesn't have a legit injury. He does have an injury, but it's a precautionary. You know, it's just I get I get both sides. I get both sides. I can understand that's that. That's what they're tussling with. Sure. And I'm sorry if this podcast turned into a you know, ESPN. Yeah. Well, <laughs> They'll be all right. It's I'm, fine. I'm we rolling about it too. So we yeah. rolling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. I didn't know about that. So you just taught me something. So now I can. Now that I know that, I'll probably be. I'll hear more about it. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at us. How we ease into sports. Yeah. So swiftly. I mean, we're we're athletes. We are athletes. We're athletes. We are athletes. <sighs> we have to get our reps up. Um. Listen, I don't know about you, but. My body different now. My body different too. That's why I'm looking at you like you want me to fall again. <laughs> Yo, you was, I felt like you were so angry, and I was like, guys, can we, can we, can we? Do that? I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> angry. I'm just like, can we get the shot? And it's not like it was. It was the. It was. It's hey. I want to make sure that this is as authentic as we can. But when I tell y'all, I had to drop to my like. I have to fall at one point. And to do that over and over again, I had knee pads on, but he did. yeah, and boxer, guys. yeah, 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 yeah. So I wanted to be as authentic, but we didn't have a mat, we didn't have a stunt double. So I, to keep doing that is like, oh, oh, we gotta, oh, the the um, the, the extra, uh, you know, if it was like, you know, but no, 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 but it's all, it's all good, like it's all good, it's all good. But just to say, like next time, let's get a mat. Okay. Let's get a mat. Let's get a mat. So your actor next time doesn't have to go, you know. Or maybe when you're writing it, just don't have him fall. Maybe. <laughs> just don't okay. have him fall. Okay. 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 It was, um, yeah, it was great. I was like, oh, how am I going to fall? I had to study. Like, I want to see how people fall. I want to make sure, like, I fall, you know, it looks good. I have to study. First of all, Stephen will always tell the motherfucker, you know, I've never trained in acting school but no it's not like that though but see what it is though it's not like a oh well look at me like no 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 no, that's not how i mean it i mean it that you i feel like and correct me if i'm wrong do you feel like because you haven't went to adler or went to esper that you're any less talented or crafty than somebody that did because my argument for that every time you say it is yo but steven you are ten times better than people I went to Espa with. So mm. the way that you get your, the way you get all of the information and use all your resources to perfect your roles, your character, mm. is is beyond anything that I, because I was able to sit in that classroom. Mm. I spent all that money to sit in that cra- in right. that classroom. Right. It. it I didn't have to be as crafty and resourceful as you. Mm-hmm. So when you say that, I'm always like, I always look at you like, all right, but you out here, and there's loads of Esper and Adler and whoever else, conservatory students that have graduated, that's not even booking the shit that you're booking. You know what I mean? So I feel like, listen, I always recommend people to take a class. If somebody comes sure. to me and they're like, hey, Katie, I want to act, I'm like, all right, all right, so... You took a class? Nah, I think I'm talented. All right, you you might be talented, but you need the skill. Right. So, and this is why I'm always like, go go take a class, go take an improv class. You need yeah. to get in yeah. there and kind of feed, get yeah. the technical shit, you know? Because I think it's Will Smith. You might have talent, but if you ain't got the skill, your talent mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. gonna sit there. Mm-hmm. I forget how he said it verbatim. Yeah, I know it was yeah. him. Um, so I just feel like 
I'm always in awe every time I watch you work. Every time. Yeah, so I'm going here. So, guys, listen. So, (laughs) we were on set last weekend and or the weekend before last by the time y'all get this. And I'm watching Steven do a scene with Avery Israel. Shout out to Avery. I love you, Avery. These guys are so goddamn talented. I just can't. They just bring me to tears every time. But Steven did, uh, they were doing the scene. I'm not even looking at him. I just hear him. I'm not. (laughs) Breathing heavily. And I'm watching him outside the room he's shooting in on the monitor. And the way he delivered these two lines that I wrote brought me to the point where I couldn't speak. I was weeping. <laughs> the assistant camera was looking at me like, what the fuck is going on? But my UPM, Melissa Myers, shout out to you, Melissa. She looked at the screen because there's no audio on that. They couldn't hear it. She looked at you and she looked at me. She already knew what time it was. Mm-hmm. And she just came over and she just like looked at me and she looked at the screen. She was like rubbing my back because she already knew the vibes. Wow. So I said to say, you ain't got to be trained to be able to evoke emotion the way that you do. Thank you. <laughs> the hesitation. It's the pause. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You're good. You're good. But, I, I, but when I say that, I, I, when I say that, I'm, I'm giving praise to the folks that I'm like really stealing from. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like, like you know, you and Okima and, mm-hmm. and, and Shauna, like folks that I'm really close with, and you've been a, you've been fortunate enough to go to the to, the, to these classes and learn. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't know it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when we work together, and you and you all have me like pulling deep from places I've never been, and mm-hmm. just helping me become a a, a better skilled technical actor like yeah like i appreciate that so it's it's really not about like you know um tooting my own horn but it's more giving it's, it's about really giving more praise to you all for mm-hmm. just allowing me to be in the room with you and and allowing uh being so gracious with your your time and and, and your space mm-hmm. you know so that's what it's more about yeah you know so okay. just taking from you all like oh that's dope okay I can learn that. Oh, I, I can do that there. And we've done so much work together. Yeah. So I didn't really need to go to school. Like right. that was my, that was my academy. That was, you know, my, 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 my course. Yeah. So yeah. on top of that and, you know, doing my own research, like I'm just, I'm a YouTube buff. Like I go to YouTube <laughs> university for mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. It's a good resource for everything though. Right. It is a great resource for everything. Yeah. 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 Um, but and then I learned to like watch myself, you know, like for all the actors out there or even just all of the, all of the artists, like you got to, you know, watch yourself or listen to you play or watch you paint or whatever it is that you need to do. You just need to know like what it is um, and what it is that you can do to improve your performance. Yep. So like I never wanted to watch playback on a live set hmm. of myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to watch me. But now I'm more yeah. interested in doing that because I want to know, like, what can I do to make the scene better or different? Yeah. You know, and with film being, you know, so, so, uh, like, yeah, your performance needs to be so small, but the, the slightest, 
you know, eyebrow raise or, mm-hmm. you know, biting of the lip or whatever it is, the eye squint, like that can be, uh, a, it can it can enhance your performance. Yep. So I, I try to watch myself in that sense to know like what, oh, just to, just to understand what, like, how can I do the, the next take differently Yeah. without having to offset, you know, the, the uh, continuity or the, uh, the next framing, because it's like, if you keep doing, you know, the, your performance the same way, it's like, you're not really, you're a skilled technical actor. It's not like you, you know, you're mastering the art of like not knowing mm. in a sense, you know? Yeah. Um, so you always want to kind of do something a little differently. That's not so off putting, yeah. but you, that's, that's why I look at myself now. Mm. Like, what can I do differently to kind of, you know, make the scene a little bit more, uh, rich, your toolbox has grown. Okay, so like ten to two men. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I told y'all. I told y'all he's this way. Um, I haven't acted opposite Stephen in, in, in a few years, um, and we get to do that in Boxer. And I think I told him. I told him. Well, I told somebody. I was like, Yo, I'm very nervous about this. Wow. I, oh, That's so then crazy. it wasn't you. No, it wasn't me. What? I was very. I'll use this opportunity to tell you. I was very nervous. Um, because I knew that I had so much on my plate mm-hmm. with, you know, running the production and being in the film. Um, and I would tell Jared, like, a month before we, before day one, I was like, yeah, you know, I got to work on my lines. I want to start working on my lines, so mm-hmm. I'll be good, and that'll be the last thing that um, I have to worry about. But, you know, shit kept pulling my energy for other er- in other areas in production. And I was still very very nervous um by the time it was you know we had to get to set but the thing about you is because i've worked with you before there's mm. a certain familiarity i could never I say that word. i got big lips and big teeth so i can't I, wait. <laughs> that word <laughs> um <laughs> could you stop <laughs> familiar so yeah that word um and it was then that i felt very um you want to take this shot or you already started sipping your joint. I was waiting on you. I thought it was like a, you have to announce it and stuff. I mean, we could. All right. So we're going to put a pin in that. Stephen and I are going to take a quick shot. Do you want to toast anything in particular? Or we can just shoot it for the show. You know, it's up to you. Um, I mean, what do you would like to toast? I mean, just, just toast to this to this next chapter in both of our lives. I'll toast to that. Yeah, cheers, cheers, Stephen. Okay. I'm about to be drunk. Okay, here we go. So, um, that F word, it, you made it very, <laughs> it's so hot in my, in my chest. You made it very, it, it, I was less anxious okay. when we got there. So, okay. I'm going to show you some BTS when we're done with this. Yo, there's so many pictures of us looking like, looking like the same person. We were both like in it. We were on the same page and, and just looking at those photos, Gets me so excited because really? I'm just like, look at us. Yeah. We weren't like this five years ago in my debut film of when right. I was acting and directing, which was shelved because I thought right. it was terrible. I just wasn't. It wasn't right. Yeah, it was. It's almost um, six years ago. Yeah, five, six years ago. Yeah. So. Damn. But yeah, so y'all will see it, and um, we was in tune, baby. It was pretty fire. It was fun to do. Like I can always count on Katie to 
write me some shit, man. Like some really meaty work. Like you don't get a lot of like really good things that you can sink your teeth into in mm-hmm. this industry. And mm, talk about that, please. Because I, mean, I get called in for the same roles. I mean, we all know, like, you know, thug number one. Oh, my. What? Drug, like, drug dealer this, da da No. So I've been in a room for a lot of, like, different TV shows, Law and Order, Power, um, Empire. Empire, it was, like, a, this lawyer guy, but that was cool. But then Juicy Smollett happened, so I'm like, whew, dodge that bullet. Boop, boop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, juicy, I juicy Smollett. I can't. Okay. Uh, that French actor, man, mm-hmm. Chappelle is a genius. He yeah. is. Um, but yeah, like like eighty percent of the the roles that I get called in for is like kind of like scope. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball player. Like, it's like come on, man. So I can really count on you. Like, if you call me, hey, I got this role. Da 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 da. When you told me about Ty, I'm like, well, first it was you. So I'm like, I'm in. But mm. what's the role? I had to let. I made you sweat a little bit. I'm like, yeah, yo, yeah, I was think about yeah, it. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. <laughs> let me tell you how. Fucking like Steven. All right. So the thing is, I started writing box three years ago. For the for those of you that don't know, when I started bo- uh, writing it, I had told Steven, mm-hmm. hey, I'm writing this project. Right. I got you in mind for you know tie or whatever. Time passed. You know, finally got it done and. I hit him up. I don't know what just happened, but I hit him up. And I was just like, so I finished that script, though. Mm-hmm. Um, what you think? He's just like, because time had passed. I hadn't spoken to Steven in a while. And, you know, we kind of reconnected. And I just wasn't sure, like, where he was in his career and everything like that. So he was just like, yeah, you know, send me the script. I'm like, oh, this thing's on Hollywood <laughs> shit. Cool. Because I'm used to him saying, yeah, Katie, whatever you're doing, I'm down, right? So because I didn't get that, I was like, Okay, Katie. Cool. So, um, I, get, I sent him the script. I didn't say, like, I need you to read by this time. So, he took his sweet little time. It took him maybe a couple of weeks to read it. And I'm sitting on my side like, so did he read my shit yet? <laughs> or, yeah, that's right. Because, yeah. so I'm like, nah, he's busy. He's busy. He's booking work. He's out here. Mm-hmm. So, we had linked and, um, oh, was it? No, we linked before. You, we linked before you got the script, and mm-hmm. he get and when we linked, and I was talk, talking to him about it. He was just like, "Yeah, you know, we'll see what it looks like." He was saying all of the things that made me very unsure. <laughs> like I didn't feel like walking away from him. Like, all right, I got Stephen for this role. He was, and I don't know if he was doing this shit on purpose. I was just like, "All right, cool. Yeah, it is what it is." But when he finally got back to me, he said he would do the role, and then later said. Yeah, I was always going to do the role. Yeah, I had to let you sweat a little bit. But why, the last, though? Because the last time you offered me something, I was just like, what the fuck is this? That wasn't even my project. It's all good. But I had to let you kind of sweat a little bit. Because I'm like, did she really think I was going to do this? And I was trying to talk you with that. Oh, you sure was. I was like, wait, no. She can't be serious. I think the role was, was it a... Ja- Are you having me doing a Jamaican accent? <laughs> like, wait, What? And I was trying to talk him into it. I was so serious. And he kept laughing at me. I was laughing on the at phone. you. I was laughing at you. <laughs> Katie, I'm not doing this. I'm like, it was Steven, but yo, we could finesse this. Yo. I was like, is she high? But that was that was like years ago. So you yeah. held that against me. Yeah. Fuck you. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I'll read it. I'll get back to you. You know who's doing that to me now? Who? With this script? Justin Hunt Dirkley. You know him? Yeah, Justin's my guy. Yeah, high flying bird ass nigga. 
first of all, we've been going at it for the past two weeks because I told him. He's supposed him, to be a boxer? Yes. He's supposed to be Bo. Who's Bo? Bo is the one that presses Kobe at the end give it a letter. Oh, I thought that That's was your man. I thought it was going to be. No. Wh- no. Okay. <laughs> I hate you, Steven. Okay. <laughs> Not, no, no, no. I knew that. But that was just for Reed. Okay. So, because I had wrote Bo for Justin. Mm. So, and I had told him about it before, and I circled back. I'm like, yo, because he couldn't come to the Reed. He was doing set somewhere. He's getting work. Shout out to him. Um, But now, I'm just like, yo, did you... I hate asking people, yo, did you read my script? Because you're yeah, making me yeah, feel like I'm, I'm a peasant. Yeah, yeah, and I know I'm not. That's my guy, yo. So I emailed it to him. And he, yeah. re- You know what this motherfucker what replied with? I'll read it when I get to it. I said, these niggas is trying Ooh. to humble me. Okay. I was like, okay, okay. So I screenshot it and texted to him. I was like, yo, are we really doing this? What he, he was just like, yo, I told you. I was just like, oh. cool, cool, cool. So, um... So he's just like, yo, Katie, you you shooting it next summer. I'm like, yo, I need the cast locked in by December 31. Okay, this is like the real deal. I don't know what you thought. But um, he's just like, yo, I started reading it or whatever he said. But he still hasn't. So we've been arguing literally back and forth like yeah, present day. Yeah, like yeah. not like serious, sure, but like sure. what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to get him in there because I, I wrote it for him. When I, when I created the character, he's the first person I came into right. second. Who? Fuck it. I gotta t- Yo, Siri on my Apple Watch is wild and she been talking to me all day. I didn't even do nothing. But anyway, sorry guys. Um so yeah, I'm trying to get him in. But you know, I feel like Justin might be smelling his own ass a little bit because he's booking a lot of work and I calls him out on it. Hey, and he's just like, guy. you know, I just busy. I'm like, Yeah, I'm trying to add to your busy but yeah. Cause then that's when my ego kicks in. We met we met doing a um T V show. <clears throat> we met doing a TV show. Which uh, one? Uh just one of those discovery IDs where we had there. You was on there too? It's like, yeah, oh, y'all was on where, there. That's where you start, though. That's what year? What year was this? 2016. Really? Three years ago. God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was he was my accomplice. <laughs> we was in court together and everything. No, wait. I feel like I'm not. No. Can you send it to me? I want to see it. I'm not doing that. Come on, Steven. Yeah, check my IMDb. <laughs> Steven stay fucking checking me on the low all the time lately. Like, now nah, Google it, but now nah, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Yo, check my IMDb. Really? Yeah, it's on it. Check my IMDb. Okay. Shout out to Justin, yo. It's okay. my guy. Yeah, he's out of he's out of control. He's out of control. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's funny. I was like, look, I sent the message. I was like, yo, look, this is how this is this shit gonna go. If I don't hear from you by the end of November, I'm moving on. Yeah. So I think he thought I was playing, and. He FaceTimed me and was like, yeah, I got your last message, but I was waiting for the LOL to come behind. I was like, oh, you thought I was playing. That's funny. That is fucking hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) I was just like, oh, you thought. Okay, so, so yeah, yeah, we're trying to get him on box. Just confirm, and then we'll work out dates. Because, like, you know, like, we can't commit to something that's six months away. So far away. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. That's why I was like, you can't. What if if you can't break? Do you feel it? No, you know what? I hear you, but I feel like, and this might come across terrible, but I'm me, so I'm going to say it. But I feel like, you know, the same energy that people have for known directors and work. Yeah, that's true. They should really have the same energy for people that they know. You know what I mean? 
I'm not going to, even fair, though me fair. and Ava connected on social media, I'm not reaching out to Ava. I'm reaching out to the people that I've worked with, sure, the people that I've sure. built relationships with. Sure. So I kind of feel like, yo, if Ava was reaching out to you, like, yo, I'm shooting fair. something this summer, you're going to block your whole shit. That's fair. I understand. So you'd be like... I key, but uh, you know what I'm saying. I just did this Netflix shit and working on this other shit. And me, I'm like, okay, no problem, because I already know where boxes. Boxer, like Austin. Uh, shout out to Austin Kite, cinematographer on Boxer. That motherfucker is a unicorn. We all love him. He's just different. I just, I've never met a DP so passionate about my shit. It's, it's, it's beyond. He's just great. He's like, yeah, this is going to distribution. Mm. He's like, fuck, I mean, festivals are cool, but, like, this project here? So I already wow. know, you know, when you write your own shit, you you feel very, you stand behind your shit, you, you firm. Yeah, yeah. But to see other people that you don't know just read black and white words, and they feel, are you sleepy, Stephen? No, 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 I'm good. Because I could get you something in the kitchen. No, no, no. no, no. no I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but to see people champion, yeah. this is your word. Champion your shit and and see, it's like I already I feel that I've always felt that, and I think that that's why the script took me so long to do. So timing, yeah, as we always talk about. Yep, but yep. I definitely feel a way when I have people in mind, and you was curving me, and you want to teach me oh, a lesson. That was, I was like, so was, you uh, don't vote me like that. No that more. was strategery. <laughs> Fuck off, okay? That was strategery. Like, the fact that you told me that you was doing it on purpose, I was like, wow. I knew from when you said you had you wrote something and had me in mind for it. I was, I was, when you said you had something, I was in. Could you not do that to me no more, though? Because I know you wasn't going to have me as, I said <laughs> that back. <laughs> that was not my work. Steven, that was not my work. I take that back. I was just trying to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this shit. I don't know if it's gonna work. It's you want to stay work. busy, right? You want to <laughs> stay busy? No, I don't. And that's another thing. That's the you first time you told me no, fellas. Um, fellas, people out there like, like booked and busy. No, no you don't need to be booked and busy. It's not important Trash. to be booked and busy. It's not if you are booked and busy, just. Get to the core of what you're doing, and oh. if you enjoy what you're doing, then that's that's a highlight. But just because you're busy doesn't mean that you're using your time wisely. I think that you, being as seasoned as you are, and having went through like life experiences, like anybody else, mm-hmm. um, the booked and busy thing. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a, that's a very interesting thing yeah. because actors tend to think that because they book and shit. And they and they busy, they moving forward. The problem right. with that is a lot of the shit that you booking isn't really helping your craft. Right. Because a lot of the time you tend to be typecast, and you tend to show up as the same person in every role. So you're not even really challenging your artistry. It's just like, like you said, you get called in thug one, thug two, basketball right. player, right. all that shit. But and that's why I stopped auditioning because I was booking shit, and then I would get the full script. And this is, this yep. is, that's that's disconnect right there. I wasn't getting the full script from day one. I'm reading the, the full script and I'm like, oh nah, I'm not doing this. This 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 does not represent my brand or my craft. Like right. I can't even do anything with this. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So I stopped auditioning and started creating more of my own work. Right. So um, I challenge you actors out there 
that want to be booked and busy, I think that you should really analyze and really be very specific about the roles that you take on. Because, one, you can't book everything. And you're not good for every fucking role. I don't care what you say. It's just not going to happen. Um, but you you need to look at roles as it, let's, let me see, who can I think use as an example? Tasha Smith. Love Tasha Smith. I just I just love her. But when we see Tasha, she's the same person in everything. So I see a lot of actors that we know on that same path. And it's just like, yo, you gotta you gotta be more mindful, but I also think that they haven't hit the place in their life where they where it's making them be more mindful. Sure, sure. So like with you and and we talk about this all the time. Um is everything that you're doing feeding your craft? Because if it ain't, then why are you doing it? That's exactly right. I mean, it's one thing to be booked and busy, quote unquote. Um, if you're doing Thug One and Thug Two, yo, I'm not knocking you. But to be quite honest, mm-hmm. if I would have booked it, I'd have booked it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to be parading on social media like booked and busy. I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's one thing to do that and be and know like you know what? I'm not getting the roles that I'd like to do. So let me do more of the roles that I want to do or write my own shit. But I'm not going to be parading on social media. Like, yeah. every role that I get, I'm booked and busy. Oh, get like me, hashtag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get like me. So That's fun. I'm not doing that. But mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur now, mm-hmm. if it doesn't align with ID, my purpose, which is filmmaking and, you know, theater, I got to kind of minimize those ventures yeah so like i find like i I did a lot of hosting and Mm -hmm. you know i did a lot of that too but i had to minimize that as well yeah because granted i mean it's you know it's cash and it's fun and but it's not fulfilling Mm -hmm. so if i'm really gonna be about this life then i gotta put both feet in yeah and you need to walk in that you gotta walk in that and you know my mental health counselor like that's important too like yeah um, you know, therapy is always frowned upon uh, our community. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one, and mm-hmm. she was always getting on me about playing uh, double dutch. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Jumping mm-hmm. back and forth, jumping back and mm-hmm. forth. And when I went to her the day of me making my decision, she clutched the shit out of her pearls. Like, shock. Like, what? <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. yeah. So it was almost like graduating at that point. Mm. But I say that to say it's like you got to be all in or at least try to be all in mm-hmm. um, at first. And then you then you kind of feel like, you know what? I right, cool. Let me I know I know what my budget is looking like for the next two months. I can afford to not take this job because it's not fulfilling my spirit the way I'd like it to. So these are the things that I'm recognizing, like, you know, uh, where I'm at in my in, in the in the. Um, the chapter of my journey, you yeah. know, so a, th- a lot of that shit I had to kind of minimize and scale back because it's not as fulfilling. It's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some exposure, but it's not, it's not the same. Exposure. That's real <laughs> shit. Exposure. Like you'll hear that word a lot. Exposure. <laughs> this will give you some, how, what's the pay? No, no pay, but you'll get a lot of exposure. Oh my fucking God. Okay. Like, wait, what? 
what? Yeah, that shit is funny because you'd be 15 years into your craft and motherfuckers still talking oh, about exposure. Oh, yeah, it'll give you good exposure. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm on re- TV, bro. Like, I'm not trying to get no exposure. I'm okay. Yeah. You, ain't, you can't cut the check. Yeah. That's okay. If it's, not, if it's not paying you what you deem, you know, worth the gig or whatever it is. Like, first of all, if somebody's paying you, you know, uh, <laughs> If you're being paid a certain amount and you feel like that's your worth, then you are worth 10 times that amount. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. shouldn't dictate what you are paid. That's your worth. Like, So um, if it's not fulfilling your creative spirit, if it's not filling your spirit, period, then it's you should just pass up on it. You know? mm-hmm. explore, explore those avenues. It just feels, you know, it's just... Again, life is short, but life is long when you make those wrong decisions, you know? God, so just, Jesus. you know, take this time to be present and work on the present, you know? Like, don't worry about, like, well, what's what's going to happen in the future down the line three, four years from now? Hey, man, I don't know what the hell is going to happen in the next six months. Mm. <laughs> Shit. You know? That's a fact, yeah. So it's up to, it's, it's up to me to value the friendships and my family and cultivate those things and whatever's going to happen from here on out it's like it it it'll align with my purpose i feel like yeah and i feel like the age that we're at we're not the same age by the way nosy um i feel like the age that we're at we're we, in the ballpark <laughs> i mean we close but whatever um we start to fine tune a lot of shit we start to get rid of the people that don't serve us or our psyche. We start to do less things that don't fulfill us, as we've been talking about. Right. And we start to do more things. We start to, or at least I do, I start mm-hmm. to take notice of the things that really make me feel good, like laughing, laughing with you, having jokes, laughing with my people. And it's just like, yo, I love this. I love this feeling. And I mm-hmm. try to keep that feeling with me. And for me it's just turning into the small things that mean so yeah. much as yeah. I as I get older and wiser. Yeah. Um and I like to do this podcast because I know that there are some people that listen that are younger, significantly younger than me. I don't know why y'all here. Y'all probably think I'm a fucking old battle like, but that's cool. But from what I hear they listen, they be like, Yo, you speak real shit. So if we can kind of get y'all to kind of at least shift your perspective on things at your age then shit i'm doing my job but there's something i want to try i figured i want to try this with guests guests maybe i'm a little sauced i'm not but um so before i get into that remember the shot that i sent you the bts yo if y'all could see how <laughs> how steven is looking at me like the fuck you about to do before i get into that Remember the, the the picture I sent you when we were on set of you and the monitor, and you had the the decals behind you, and you were you were more toward the front of the frame, and the wall was bigger in the back, and you posted it. You posted it on your joint. In the bathroom? No, when we were when and you were in the room with Avery. So it was a shot of you on the monitor. I didn't post that. You did. With me and Avery. No, it was just you in that room. It was a profile shot. I'll show you later. But anyway, the point of that, well, I'm saying that because you did the Denzel neck roll. You know, niggas just like, look, you did that. 
and I was just in. Whoa, I don't know any Denzel neck roll. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, do. you probably didn't realize you did it, but I'm going to show you later. I just needed to say that to remind myself to show uh, you later. Okay. Um, so. Where's my phone? Denzel <laughs> neck roll. It was just like you sitting here. This is you. And Austin was here with the camera. Yeah. And the frame, the, the, the majority of the shot was the wall behind you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You were very small. Wow. You, you, you no, I don't know. No. Okay, I'll show you. Um, and you were just kind of sitting there, and you were just kind of just like thinking, and you were doing, you were rolling your neck. It's very Denzelish. And I was like, man, look at that boy going in his toolkit. Look at this, look at this shit here. So, I need to share that with you. But that's funny. I don't even remember that shit. <laughs> that's some great. That's some goat shit. Like, oh, I was out here being great and shit. I don't even remember. Let me just keep the party going. Um. So, three things mm-hmm. you can ask me. Whatever you want. But I'm going to ask you three things. And I'll start. Here we go. No, 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 no. I I, I didn't study, man. No, no, you didn't have impromptu. What does Ellen do on her show that you be telling me? But that's production. That's Mm pre-production. They know what they're going to ask. Oh, no, no, no. See, that's that's K-Mac NYC, baby. Okay. (laughs) Yo, he's stressed. Okay. I wish y'all could see him. He is so stressed. So, cool. Top two actors right now. Mmm. Top two actors right now. Mm-hmm. Can I give you my favorite two actors? Mm-hmm. Okay, my, yeah, my yeah. Favorite yeah. two actors right now. Fuck. Mm-hmm. My favorite two actors right now. Yep. Jeez, I mean, it's I, I'm a prisoner of the moment, so I'd have to go with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I'm a prisoner of the moment. Okay. And um. Fuck. Dumped him, guys. Damn. That's an Um, 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 um. Damn. <laughs> this is so this good. This is, ah, uh, uh, Joaquin yeah. and, uh. Who is the Joker, guys, by yeah, the way? Yeah, if you he didn't plays know. the Joker, but he That's played, uh, he was in Her and The Master. Yes. Mm-hmm. His choices are fucking amazing. Damn. Are you stumped? If you're stumped, then. Yeah, because I don't want to have to go resort to the, to the, to the, uh. To the usual grapes? Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, we all know Denzel yeah. and Jamie. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to go in my bag and maybe go with, um, what's old boy? Um, <laughs> fuck. He has a serious face on right now. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't. I'm not really a fan of anybody right now. Mm. Joaquin is really at the mm-hmm. top of my list because mm-hmm. the Joker really... I saw the Joker four times. I know. Yeah, and I know. He, uh, yeah, he's he's fucking fascinating, fascinating man. Uh, <sighs> yeah, so those two, but um, those two. You I mean him, one. him, <laughs> like Joaquin and <laughs> Arthur Fleck. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Okay, I'll take the, I'll take the one. All uh, right, go ahead. What you got for me? Oh, a qu- uh, question. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, he has a thinking face on. Uh, all-time favorite movie. What? I don't like this game. <laughs> why did I do All-time this? All-time favorite movie. All-time favorite movie. And why? King Kong. Now, King Kong with Jack Black. Really? Yes, if people give me shit. It was something. Who 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 played the lead, the girl? Who played... Uh, I forgot. Whatever the, 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 the girl name is. That movie, I've... I have an affinity with King Kong. There's something about King Kong. Well, my mother, she she showed, and she was just like, Look, you have a thing with monkeys and apes, because Planet of the Apes, that's a hard second. Um, 
So I have affinity with apes and monkeys, but King Kong, the sentiment of this animal to this woman and the protecting of her and the softness of mm. something, the contrast of something so big and scary showing the softness and vulnerability. I love to play with that in my work. Yeah. So I will always, the way he protects her on the top of Empire Stableness. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. And that's why. Um, Shia LaBeouf. Those are my two. Right I was now. waiting for you to say I that. I forgot all about it. I forgot all about it. For I now, though, because he wasn't always. No, I think that but honey... I've, I've always, I've always admired his uh, charisma. Okay. And his choices as okay. an actor. I mean, granted, he's been in a big, he's been in a lot of blockbusters, but yeah, I watch his interviews and I watched his choices with the films that he that he's taken recently in the last five years, and they've all been like. Ind- independent joints okay. and uh, mm-hmm. I, li- I like folks who can you know take roles with an extreme amount of like sincerity yeah you know mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so those aren't like guys who chase blockbuster movies yeah. right now yeah and they're from that they're fantastic uh, Shia LaBeouf and Joaquin are are my favorites right now. Okay. And probably, you know, view, uh, the listeners are probably, why ain't you talking about no brothers? <laughs> I mean, you know. Because <laughs> you know. you already know they're in the bag. Like, yeah. you already love them. You already mm-hmm. know who they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I will say, uh, what is uh, your kick for the moment? We should defer to kicks. Oh, kicks? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I used to be a big Jordan fan. But right now... I'm into Nike. What's the Nike reaction joints? The fly knit. The fly knit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I got the black Every- ones over there. Yeah. Are yeah. you with the black ones? The black. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I need to see them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess when you get to a certain age, it's about <laughs> comfort. <laughs> my knees and my shoes. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm walking. I need a nice. I need a nice walking <laughs> shoe. We about to see him in the in the in the super shiny uh. I don't know what are they called Reeboks. One of them. It's like an orthopedic shoe. Yeah, that's about to be you. Yeah, I like a nice walking shoe. Okay. Um, because we all know Stephen. Well, if you didn't know, Stephen's very stylish. Like I'm looking at him now. He probably threw this shit on just to come and record. But he has on like he has on his little scully, and it's perched perfectly. See, I don't know how guys do this. It's, it just it's perched on his head, and it's it's just look it just looks good. And he has on he has on a hoodie. What is this African American? College Alliance. College Alliance. It's from the 90s. And it's very 90s. It's black and it's it just looks amazing. And yeah, you know, jeans and you got them burgundy. You remember the back in the day with the uh, the TV shows that we used to, you know, uh, be in love with, like Martin. Yeah, so when I, when I saw Prince. it, I was just like, I feel this like is, I'm stoned yeah, back right now. This is a retro, so. It's very retro. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Um, my turn, right? Mm. Um... What's your favorite dish to cook? For what, though? I mean, just one day you want to get in your bag and you're like, oh, you know what I mean? I want to show this person I mean business. Like, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oof. Oh, wow. All right. So um, I would probably make... This is hard, Stephen. I'd probably make a lasagna, hope, hoping that they eat meat. Mm-hmm. i do a dope lasagna... Um, I'll do some roasted Brussels sprouts with honey and bacon. I'll throw a little bit of sage on top of that. Or I'll do a chicken marsala with wine sauce. Um, 
butter and mushrooms and onions. And did you go to culinary school? I did. I have a degree in that stuff. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so I do. I do a few things. That's like dope. I'm being my bag for Friendsgiving. That's what I'm like. What should I make? You should do a film about that. About what? We don't see a lot of you know women of color like being chefs. Yeah. Didn't we see chefs? Chef. What's the movie? What, John Favreau? Yes. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, we did see that. That movie yeah, was so good. It's, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm in my bag tonight yeah, watching it. That yeah. movie was so good because I, I always wanted a food truck. Maybe I should quit my 95 and do a food truck. Katie, look, you, you wait till after boxer. <laughs> you got an idea for the next film. We don't see a lot of women of color. You gonna play? You gonna play the sous chef? Cause you familiar with the chef role? Uh, well, ain't gonna be Japan though. Hey, I'm an actor. I play a chef (laughs) on TV. (laughs) Y'all, y'all need to go to Stephen Cole. We'll we'll get his information before we wrap. But go to his Instagram and see the stills from that film. Fire. Hopefully to be on the next streaming platform. We'll see. I want everybody to see this. It's a dope film. This is. It was a dope project to do. Like a real fish out of water kind of. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's cool. Fun fact. Stephen Cofield Jr. Oh, Lord. <laughs> did a film that has been in 120 film festivals. I never heard no shit like that in my entire <laughs> life. So if you're trying to understand the epicness of the man that's sitting across from me, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So, okay, um... My turn for my last question. Mm-hmm. I will ask you. In this this acting realm, this creative thing that we do, what what type of roles would you ultimately want to be doing ten years from now? What are what are the types of roles? And I feel like I already know what you're gonna say that you would. When you get to the point where you can just pick and choose the shit that you do because you will, um, what are the, what are the types of roles that you're gonna? Don't tell me meaty, but like things that you want to play, things that you haven't had the opportunity to. Guys, you know I'm gonna take note and I'm gonna write the shit and then you gonna do it. But you know, what do you? That's a hard question. Mm. I mean, if you can't answer now, I'll let you think about it, and when I bring you back. No, you know, it's it's like I talk a lot of shit about like being brought in for like Thug One or Thug Two or whatever it is, but Okay. Let me let me refine that refine question. It. Okay. Is there anything that you've seen recently on T V mm. and would have been like, Fuck, I mm. could have finessed that role so good. I wish that was I wish I was casting that. Um well, yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Um, he does an amazing job, though. Bill Hader as Barry on <laughs> HBO. Mm, mm, mm. If you don't know what Barry's about, it's about this uh, this um, ex-war vet who is a somewhat of a hitman mm-hmm. decides to leave the game and pursue his acting endeavors mm-hmm. and if you can imagine like Henry Henry Wrinkler who was who <laughs> played the Fonz on Happy Days yeah. is his acting coach mm-hmm. and it's a really nice blend of comedy and, and action yep. and drama and when you think about the premise of it you're like 
I'm not watching this. This sounds crazy. This sounds absurd. But it's yo, it's so good. Such it's a, so good. It's such a good show. Guys. Yeah. So I'm not saying that I. I'm never saying that I could have done better than Bill Hader, but I would. That's something totally I would love to do. And I don't think it's a matter of you would yeah, have done better. He that. played it as Bill would play it. Yeah, he played as you. Sure. It would be different, of course. Right, right, right. But right. I would love that. That'd be dope. I would love that. Um, what's another one? Um, y'all need to watch Barry though. I'm Barry's, I'm behind. I'm yeah, watching yeah. it, but I'm behind. But it's it's really good, guys. I watch a lot of TV though. Yeah, same. I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Only for my own psyche in terms of like. I'm starting to write. Mm. Shout out to Katie Mack, mm. um, who has encouraged me to. You write today. <laughs> um, she and that book got yeah, pages in it. Yeah, I gave you fifty. Right. She has championed my uh, my screenwriting uh, abilities. So uh, you got to get out and write your own shit, people. Um, but mm. I I don't because I don't like to almost inadvertently steal ideas mm. when I'm writing my own joint. Because, like, literally, like, as creators, like, when you you have an idea in mind and you sit on it, and then out of nowhere, you're like, they stole my idea. Like, no, bruh. Like, you know, this energy and creativity. That, yeah. Yep. Somebody else will get the same idea and, and want to do it. Like, I had an idea about um, about these three characters and uh, these different characters for this, this series and... I was watching Insecure, mm-hmm. and they, mm-hmm. they they did the same shit, mm-hmm. and I was like, what the? Like, how did this even happen? It's, it's, it's in my mind. Yeah, yeah, so as long as you sit on an idea, it's likely to be taken by another another creative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to your question, um, another role. Um, I, well, Barry, and then there's, um, man, um... I'm excited. This is another another actor that I'm 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 a fan of, and uh, his work in um, season three of True Detective, uh, Mahershala Ali. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that season. Man, yeah. He killed that. Okay. But they take you to three different decades: one in the '80s, one in the '90s, and one in the late 2010s. Mm-hmm. And they literally, and it's told in a non-linear approach mm, throughout mm-hmm. the whole season. And him and Stephen, what's his name? Stephen, Stephen, fuck. He was Frost and Blade, but he's been around. Okay. I can't think of his name. Mahershala, he's next up. Yeah. If he is not up, he's up there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so watch, mm. True, yeah, watch True Detective. Okay. That's really good. I'll watch really it. really good. But yeah. Him season three, uh, that his role in season three, he was pretty dope. Pretty okay, dope. I made a mental note of that. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's your last question for me, brother? My last question for you is: uh, <laughs> I find you to be not just uh, an exceptional actor and uh, writer, but you're a, you're a phenomenal director. Thank I don't you. think you know that. Mm. The way you can really uh, understand the talent that you're working with Mm -hmm. and how you can push them to get you what you need Mm -hmm. without having to feel like they're inadequate, like that's a that's a skill in itself, Mm. you know. So Mm -hmm. anytime I get notes from you, I don't I don't take it as like I'm not doing a good job. Yeah. It's like 
I like this, but I, let's refine what you're doing and mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's, 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 let's try this way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you make it always seem like, well, let's try something different. It's not like this is bad. Yeah. You know, I don't feel inadequate when I, when I'm being directed by you. Mm. So yeah, you're, you're a great actor and you're uh, a great writer, but you're an even more, uh, you're a phenomenal like director. Mm, like I feel, you. I feel safe with you mm. because as an actor, you should never take a, a, a role that you're not comfortable with the direction. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go, yeah. if you if you put everything out on the table and it's in post production, and you have to worry about like which edits they're going to use. Yeah. Hope they don't use this 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 frame because I don't look as flattering. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have that trust with your director, then you shouldn't be working with that director. Yeah, I agree. So I completely trust you mm-hmm. and I don't feel adequate again you always champion my my choices mm-hmm. and uh you know you you always encourage you know me to uh kind of push it like yeah. you, know, you know go there you don't go feel there. inadequate I don't feel inadequate yeah. excuse me mm-hmm. I don't feel inadequate okay. excuse me um but yeah 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 so that's that's a that's a real skill mm-hmm you know, I don't feel like you're talking at me. I feel like you're you're working with me. Yeah. You make it you make it seem like it's a collaborative, like uh, sandbox. Yeah. Like we're all playing. Like we're I tell you all playing. the time, I yeah. just want to play. Like I just want to hoop. Yeah. I just want to hoop. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it's like if you write some dope shit for me, I just want to hoop, and I appreciate you letting me play. Yeah. That's why I was just so I was just so grateful of being. Uh, on set with you and 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 the team you selected to help you know usher this in because it was just it was a fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I was grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Wait, he yeah. gave me like the the okay sign <laughs> and the, the thumbs up. Yeah. That was random. I mean, you you got to give you know flowers to to <laughs> why, you know yeah you know, they're here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> are you are you, are you done? Yes, I'm done. Yeah. Because so. you ain't asked a question. What was what was it? What, oh, I, I got to ask a question. Sorry. I was just so like. So this is the funny shit because I was like, hey, Stephen, what do you have for your last question? And right. then you praised me and it threw me off. And I'm like, wait, what just happened? Right. Because I was leading into directing. Okay. So if you can direct, if you had the opportunity to direct anybody Oof. in the industry, like out there, like anybody that you've. You know, uh, favored or that was just, you know, a legend to you. Like mm. Anybody that you can like, hey, I I directed so and so. Like who would it I be? I mean, but I got that person already. I got Stephen Goldfield Jr. All oh, right, fuck? all, all right. right. Outside of you, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Um, oof, that's 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 rich. That's a rich question. And that was a lead up. That was like, you know, that was. Um, I would love to direct Eddie Redmayne. Really? Yes. I, there's something about Eddie every time I see his work, and I think it it's partially because of the type. He's, he's very quirky. Mm-hmm. There's something about him that makes me feel like I can pull something from him that is kind of, he's done great work. 
and I would never, like, discredit anything that he's done. But I feel like I have the ability or would have the ability to pull something out of him that's different but still as rich as the work that he's done. Um, Eddie Redmayne comes to mind. If I'm thinking of, if I had to pick a woman, um, I... There's uh, Tessa Thompson. Really? I would love. I feel like Tessa. She's um, she's in she's she's in the forefront right now. Right. She's doing really good work. She did a film, an indie film, recently. I went to see like a screening of it a couple months ago called Little Woods. Maybe I gotta check that. But it's something that you would probably really like. Um, Tessa Thompson. I think that. You know, aside from the physical, her being beautiful and being talented, I don't think that the roles that she's picking is utilizing her abilities, which happens in Hollywood because it's not about really talent. It's about money mm-hmm. and, and looks and, and whatever. I would love to work with her and put her in something Katie Mac, mm-hmm. a Katie Mac script mm-hmm. because – I think, and and not even to to sound a certain way or to toot my own horn, but I know I write different. I write I, I write a certain kind of story all the time. Um, I would love to direct her. I would love to direct her, and I think that she has she has the ability. I, I can get in there, kind of like get my my claws around her heart and shock her. Mm. Because there's one person that I've worked with in the past that used to respond to the work in such a way that it low-key scared me because I'm like, what kind of shit am I writing that this person is responding to this like this? Mm-hmm. Like, it, And it's it was scary to me at, 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 at the time because I'm like, I don't want this actor to go to a place that he's scared of. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Steven. And I don't know if he knew that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, when we did, uh, was it Mars Views? Mm-hmm. You know, Stephen portrayed Ozzy. It's on my Vimeo page, guys. KMacBrand.com. You can go check them out. Um, but we used to have these rehearsals, and Stephen would go so deep into his role of this Wall Street man that had a drug addiction and was struggling with that, and he had kids, and he had a wife, and, you know, his fucking world was falling apart. And he would do so much work outside of rehearsals that by the time we got to rehearsal he would be so Stephen would walk in the motherfucking door of rehearsal as Ozzy right and I'd be like hey Stephen motherfucker wouldn't speak to me because he hated me and my fucking character at the time yeah. and he'd just cut his eyes and I'd be like copy cool but it was so he showed he Stephen always shows a level of dedication to a character that is just it's unmatched so you know you being in that role and responding to it always reminds me of Heath when he was doing Dark Knight. Because we read all the articles. He was struggling. Mm. But he produced something that was so rich for the fucking, what, 20 minutes of the four hours that he was on screen. Mm. And mm. it makes me think of you. Wow. Like rich work. That ain't a dime a dozen. So yeah, on the K on KMAC NYC, we praise Stephen Cofield Jr. Mm-hmm. because um, he needs his flowers when he's here. So um, he's looking at. I'm not even gonna look at him right now. 
<laughs> so I'll be like, are you done? So, yeah, okay, I'm done. But, yeah, so I got you. I'm taking you wherever I go because I have a feeling Boxer, Boxer going to bring us all some, some something. You know what I mean? And I, and I feel that from cast, crew, production, like I would probably never do another feature unless Austin was doing it. I would never do another feature unless you were leading it. You know what I mean? I would never have production without Jared or Melissa on it. You know, oh, the, yeah, my producer and my yeah. my pro, my unit production manager. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like once you start to cultivate the relationships, you take them with you. And I don't know that I see that a lot with people that come up, like actors that come up. And, you know, I see a lot of actors come up and they, they get cocky. They get this ego. And it's just like, bro, I think you're losing sight of what's really happening here. Right, right. So with you, I think that you always put the craft first. And as a, as a student of the craft, I just want to say thank you so much because it's the work. That's why we quit our jobs to do the work. You know, the work fulfills us. Yeah. So, you know, I've had Stephen here for an hour and 39 minutes and 36 seconds. This is the longest episode I've done thus far. Um, and I'm pretty sure he has to get the set or something. <laughs> so I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, Hold him captive in here. But I do, you know, I'm glad you came. I'm really glad you came. Do you still feel nervous? Do you feel like it was a terrible thing? No, but I'm still nervous, yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. Nerves are good. This is great. This is great. I want you to tell everyone. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, Katie. Tell everyone where they can find you, you know, where they can find your work, where they can find you online. Oh, man. (laughs) Um... Yeah, you can. I mean, uh, my website, Stephen Colfield Jr. That's Stephen with the PH dot com. Uh, I am in a pilot called Safu. I play uh, a chef who goes to Japan and mm-hmm. gets caught in this, you know, epic love triangle, which is pretty funny. And I also uh, star in my first uh, feature length film, uh, A Moderate Folly. Mm-hmm. Both are from uh, M.G. Cinecraft, uh, Wilson M. Viega, and Jamal Green. In A Modern Folly, I play a vigilante priest who is out mm-hmm. for vengeance and, you know, saves this little girl. And uh, it's, uh, it's it's really interesting. It's really fun. So yeah. I do a lot of stunt stuff. And uh, you might see me on commercials. I might pop up and I'll be on stage in the New York Winterfest in January in Chelsea, off off Broadway. So mm-hmm. I'll be back on stage, people. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. And, and I'm just out here in these streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. My CM. And, I, and I'm in name. Boxer. I'm in Boxer. Oh, oh, oh. I'm excited yeah. about that, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what else I got going on? I'm just really uh, thankful and, and grateful to be here. And thank you for having me. Yeah. You're welcome, Stephen. Anytime. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you know, I'm glad we got to sit here and shoot the shit for a little while or a long while. Was, I mean, I didn't feel the time go. Did you? No, not when the streetlights just came on. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, look, it's wintertime. You know everything is early. Um, but, you know, there's going to be more of where this came from. We're going to bring Stephen back if he's up to it because, you know, he... I don't know if he like coming to the Bronx, but it's okay. He got here today. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, let me see any updates. You know, boxes back in pre-production phase two now for the summertime. So, 
We are working diligently on that. I'm going to bring Stephen, a.k.a. Ty, back. He don't, he what it, what I'm going to bring back. So um, you still have a flashback and some some VO to do, so I'm going to just add to that. It's fine. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I think that's it for now. You know, um, I'm back. I've committed to bringing this back every week, every Wednesday. You can find me wherever you found me, wherever you're listening. I'm on pretty much every platform, streaming platform. So, um, yeah, if you need to ask a question, you can email me now. Ooh, I'm fancy. KMACNYCpodcast at gmail.com. You know I'm on Twitter, KMACBrand. You know I'm on Instagram. Two underscores, Katie Mac, and then that will lead you to the other 16 pages that I have. I need to, I need to scale that down. So, yeah, um, in the meantime, in between time, I hope you enjoyed this time with us, and I will see you next week. Peace.